Hey friends, it's Tawny Thompson coming at you here from the Theater of the Mind Players. Thank you so much for tuning in to our playthrough of Savage Worlds Escape from the Hollow Earth from Pinnacle Entertainment Group. We are having a blast with this one already. We've got three sessions queued up for you, and I hope you enjoy our Escape from the Hollow Earth. And we are back for the final codex of our run through Escape from the Hollow Earth using Savage Worlds Adventure Edition. They are so puzzle. proud of killing that puzzle. I hate puzzles. It was good. Um, you didn't help at all. I wasn't allowed to. Puzzle man. I hope you can hear me. You're just going to push shit. Sorry, that didn't really hurt, did it? It kind of um, worked twice. Well, yeah, but that was so after we started. It's interesting, though. Um, because uh, puzzles are an interesting element that I think a lot of people expect in RPGs because mm -hmm. uh, Dungeons and Dragons has had them since time immemorial, and some of that has spun out from its some of its you know puzzles and riddles and things like that, and they can be very difficult to implement properly because uh, you don't know because you're challenging the player more than the character and different people have different tolerance tolerances for these types of things. So when I do, uh, when I do include puzzles in uh, an adventure, uh, that's why it's important to have those hint valves because mm -hmm. that, I mean, you guys still solved it. Mm -hmm. You got a couple of hints. That's okay. Like there, we're, we're not, you're not hundred percenting our, uh, mm -hmm. um, our, our game session here. And it also rewards characters be, who have high intellects and high intelligences because they get to be the ones to, to roll for the hints, which, you know, is important because sometimes it can be very like those characters can kind of fall by the wayside unless you design story elements for them directly, as opposed to, Oh, everybody knows how to fight. Mm -hmm. Like, well, truth be told, most of the characters in this, in this adventure were big fucking nerds. Um, and we we had you know one fi one fighty guy one good shooty guy and that was about it so it was important I could hit shit you can kind of hit stuff with the ranch I yeah could be mean to people um, you could be really mean to people laser um so um I've run Savage Worlds many times uh, in my career as a as a GM and I feel like this edition is my favorite of it um I think that. It really has come into its own. I think it, it, it really strikes a balance between its sort of humble beginnings as a miniatures rule set uh, and is now a, a fully formed um, R, uh, RPG rule set on its own. I, sometimes with earlier editions, I, there, there was definitely still a feeling of like, yes, these are miniatures rules, and yeah, we threw some stuff on there for role-playing too. But um, I think that uh, this is my favorite implementation of these rules. And I look forward to doing stuff with them, like do doing stuff with them in the future, whether it's on our show or with friends and family, like I'm very excited um, to see what they're going to be doing with Deadlands uh, with it, because Deadlands is one of my favorite RPGs. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, anyone have any other thoughts about? Yeah. I love Savage Worlds because it uses all parts of the gaming buffer. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> like you just how often do you really use a d12 <laughs> like let's yeah. be honest as nerds and like ask ourselves that question <laughs> i really like the system i think i also think that um the the box set 
does a lot of stuff because it has all the cards, it has everything written down, and has everything mm-hmm. there. Even with wounds, it's nice to be able to have physical things to be like, yes, you have a wound. Like, I'm definitely into games having those uh, tactile elements because I think it's a lot easier to track them and keep them in mind instead of writing things down on a character sheet and then being like, oh shit, I forgot, I... I was I was hurt, um, and, and this goes all the way back to um, when I was uh, when I ran uh, Vampire. I went out and bought a bunch of those little glass beads for those were great. Uh, by the way, blood points, and it was always very satisfying to to much like uh, listening to the the that metallic clink of the the bennies being hit to hear the drip of blood points in the uh, the the goblet that I had it was always a, a nice like ah. Uh, Yes, I hurt you. It was okay, great, guys. It was great. Seriously. Um, so, uh, thank you to uh, Pinnacle Entertainment Group for uh, uh, sending out uh, some copies for us to use. Um, they will uh, gladly be uh, <coughs> part of our uh, collection of, of Conquered uh, uh, games. In case you have noticed, for those of you who uh, may be listening to us on podcast, uh, we, uh, we leveled up the, the studio a little bit. We have a neat uh, rack behind us that sort of displays all of our the games that we've played. Now, we've played a bunch of games, but uh, at this time, let's talk about the games we're going to play. So last, e- uh, last week, we talked about um, the one-shots we currently have scheduled. Now, all of these are, <clears throat> in theory, subject to change. Because it's a big long year, and you never know when uh, something is going a to change. Million dollars. Yeah, like if you know, if Wendy's calls us and tells us they want us to give us a million dollars, we we'll will, we will absolutely consider that offer. Um, um, I would prefer Taco Bell. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Taco Bell, hit us up. Fair What's enough. up, T Bell? Mm. Thanks for the diarrhea. Give me that crunch wrap. Hey yo, oh no, oh, dude, no, no. dude, mm-hmm. quesarito all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do everything vegetarian. I really like. I, love it. I I know they're just taquitos, but I really love their grilled chicken tacos. Like <laughs> the grilled they're, chicken. They're, yeah. I know they, they they try to fancy them up, and I'm like, sure, okay, whatever. Anyway. I miss the <laughs> naked chicken taco. It was good. It was short lived. <laughs> was that the one with the where, where yo dog you wrap the taco? Yeah, in the... dude, that was terrible. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually with Ethan on this one. I did like yeah. the, you know, taco respect. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, <laughs> see, Tony, you want some beans? Instead of instead of <laughs> instead of the, the the pre-recorded ads that we just ramble on about, <laughs> yes, Taco Bell's great. Um, so, last week we talked about uh, four of the one shots that we have currently scheduled uh, that we're going to be doing. So, our our structure for next year is we're going to alternate between uh, longer five episode series and one shots to kind of break things up. In addition to that, we'll, uh, we're looking to do some uh, live shows um, and those will be uh, Patreon exclusive throughout 2020. Um, we did that this year with our live shows uh, and uh, as part of our Merry Sithmas program where we are, we are throwing a bunch of content at you in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, because we're going to be uh, throwing the, uh, the two shows that we did with Star Wars Saga Edition out to the public. Though I, though I think those are going to be one piece. Yeah, it'll right? be one piece each. Yeah. So, I, think, I was looking at the calendar, and I think we'll release one on Christmas and one on New Year's, or yeah, maybe Christmas perfect. Eve, New Year's Eve. Yeah. So listen to that last one much more quietly, because you'll be hungover. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. If it's New Year's Eve, you won't be hungover yeah. yet. So yeah. while you're pre-gaming, yeah. 
listen to uh, the Star Wars adventure. Let's do Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. That way, if people are road tripping, they've got uh, right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Nothing says let's party like listening to an actual play. Let's <laughs> 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 uh, party to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that no. not what you do that's on the way down to visit thing. family? Because that's what we do. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to make my family listen to y'all on, on uh, Christmas Eve. So um, we've got so we've got the episodes of this coming up. We've got those episodes coming up. Uh, we've got four one shots pl- uh, planned. Oh, um, the I. Really should write these this stuff down before I start rambling about it. The live shows we'll be doing next year, we're going to be playing the classic uh, West End Games Ghostbusters RPG. Um, <gasps> did I not know that? This is what I was talking about, Sarah. Um, I forget This things. is like the fourth time. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad at this. Um, it's like a pleasant surprise each time. Why? It's there great. It's like, like rereading um, your favorite book for the first time. It's a uh, castle. Ooh, uh, castle. The uh, the it, it, it's a classic RPG. Um, it was the basis for the uh, even more classic Star Wars D six RPG, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I picked it for a variety of reasons. Um, it seems pr- fairly topical with the new movie coming out, but it also really hits two of our strong suits, which are comedy and spooky. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'm really looking forward to see what characters uh, people come up with. Or uh, each each of these tales is going to be about <coughs> the Milwaukee franchise of Ghostbusters circa 1988. Um, so we're going to throw <gasps> a little retro uh, feel into oh, that. Wait, there, no, I got to start pulling together some costumes. Um, I was and, almost alive then. You're almost alive. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh yeah. um, I was six. Uh, I, there, we may be modifying a, a couple of the rules based on a couple of uh, fan uh, shows that, that I've listened to that have some good uh, things. Like, like I, I want to do some stuff with, like, you know, like kind of the franchise element and, like, okay, how do we make money and things like that? But, like, not super deep, like, okay, we're going to pr- track pretend dollars. Um, I think we also will have the um, the optional weird rules. So if anybody wants to play a psychic or, or something like that, I volunteer. I figure <laughs> you're going to reuse your, you're going to flip your crown over. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I'm going to wear his necklace. Um, but the, uh, the Ghostbusters format also lets us slot in guest stars very easily because I know, uh, for, um, our convention shows, it can be more difficult for everybody to come together. Um, so that way, if uh, we need people to jump in, we can definitely jump people in. Our one shots in studio are going to be um, Bulldogs, uh, Worldwide Wrestling, City of Mist, and Zweihander. Um, we each of these games, uh, I think, is going to be great. I think City of Mist is going to be a lot of fun because everybody here loves mythology, and playing with that mythology is going to be too many ideas for it's that. Too many ideas. Um, Which slot are we slotting that into? Uh, I I'm not making it making any decisions until okay. like I need really time, Rob. I need tomorrow. <laughs> well, you'll have at least three months. Okay. So um, I do. Rec- I, I've been watching um, uh, Reprisal. Uh, I just need to watch Hulu. all the way back through Zenith. Um, and I, I feel like that's kind of the vibe that I'm going for mm-hmm. with that sort of Quentin Tarantino y sort of. But yes, but also you're also Xena. Um, City of Mist is a game where you play <laughs> uh, characters who have been touched by mythology. Um, and you're kind of balancing the, your mythical side and your normal side. So I'm really excited to see the kind of uh, characters that uh, our crew comes up with because everybody loves mythology. Um, 
and I think it's going to be a ton of fun to... What? Mythology from all cultures? Any cultures? Yeah. All? Okay. Easter Bunny. In no. theory... <laughs> <laughs> it is possible. The American book, gods. Santa. The book, um, yeah. the, the book uh, <laughs> really kind of extends it out even into like things like Sherlock Holmes or like, uh, you know, like Paul Bunyan or things like that. Whoa, I call Babe the Blue Ox. <laughs> um, but uh, I oh think God, it'll be I'll more be fun ox. if we do, it, like, I don't want anybody to do like, you know, oh, I'm the spirit of Harry Potter. Like, that's always kind of weird. <laughs> um, then, uh, so uh, that's City of Mist. Uh, then Bulldogs is a, uh, a favorite of Brad, Sarah, and mine. It's a fake game. Uh, that's a uh, Archer in space before Archer actually went to space, um, where uh, we're going to be playing a crew of down on their luck space uh, space truckers and um, you know playing it for laughs and violence. It'll be fun. Sorry, um, I, I do call them some murder bear. It's also uh, I think <laughs> so it'll be fun saying. because it's our first uh, foray into fate. Um, and that's a system that I'm known for working on. So I'm really excited to to bring that to uh, uh, to table. Like Camelot Trigger. Uh, then thanks for the thanks for the uh, ad. You're uh, then <laughs> Worldwide Wrestling um, is a uh, is a game that um, I think it's it's one of my favorite implication uh, implementations of um, Powered by the Apocalypse, which is a, another system that we we see a lot of. Um, but it's also about show people, and with our crew being a good mix of actors and, and things like that. I think we'll kind of get to some of those themes and it'll be fun to explore uh, both the, the the performance element and the backstage element of wrestling shows. And finally, Zweihander really impressed me with uh, being both dark and amusing. Um, and it's also a game where a lot of the character creation is random. And I think that's going to get people to push <laughs> themselves out of their comfort zones of always With playing Tony's the same type on your of character. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just Tawny. Like, you know, we're also talking about Jordan not playing a rich, hot character. Like, <laughs> I'll be a poor, ugly person this time. <laughs> so, um, me, every day of my life. Oh, my <laughs> okay. Muffin. Now watch no. Jordan will get the roles and he's like, oh, I'm a dead woman and I'm super hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cursed with beauty. Yeah. Oh dear, no. Um, the dice decided for me. It must be fate. <laughs> Who am I to blow against the wind? <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about our series. We've chosen four games for our series and it was a hard decision we argued about these games for hours mud um, wrestled even and um, so much mud it uh, and we did not get the security deposit back from that hotel room. tawny taint stabbed me <laughs> but in stage combat style so it was two inches behind it was safe Wait, so you stabbed him in the butt? I don't know. Anyway. There's two inches behind the tape, so like way behind. No, it was like so we, we've listened to the feedback think, well, of, uh, that can. we've taken from our Patreon <laughs> subscribers. I'm going to just go to bowl right past yeah. it. Um, and, as well as uh, the surveys that we've asked you to fill out. Um, and uh, we're very excited. Uh, and and that, that showed us that people want longer shows. So our compromise is, is that we're doing four, five episode shows. Our first one uh, is Aegon, 
Aegon. Which is uh, uh, a mythic uh, Greek uh, adventure where the uh, where the players are going to play heroes who kind of wander from island to island, solving problems of the gods and trying to find their way back home. Um, this was a game that was both very popular w- with our survey respondents, our Patreon backers, and the players who were all like, when I was like, yeah, do you want to do this? They were like, fuck, fuck yes, yes, I want to do this. So that was a no-brainer. <laughs> um, we're do- uh, the second new game that we're doing uh, is Delta Green. Uh, Delta <laughs> Green is a, an excellent modern-day implementation of Call of Cthulhu, where uh, the uh, players play agents within the United States government who are part of a, a, a conspiracy to hunt uh, mythos elements. So it's very um, Call of Cthulhu meets X-Files. Um, to give you an idea, the last time I played this was probably 15 years ago. And I haven't played since because I was so freaked out. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm frankly surprised that Sarah was one of the big people who really pushed for it. Like, I want to conquer my fear. <laughs> so uh, we chose this because uh, we do spooky very well. And um, this crew has been excited about Cthulhu since I ran a, a, an off book uh, or an off stream Mask of Nyarlathotep campaign for them. And this version of the game also incorporates balancing the uh, the normal life versus the Cthulhu hunting life. And that's going to create some scenes of drama and excitement that I think that we're going to have fun playing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, speaking of regular life drama mixed with um, Supernatural, our first returning series is going to be Things from the Flood. This is the sequel to uh, Tales from the Loop. Uh, and it is set in the 1990s, which means that all of the kids that you grew up with and, and enjoyed in our first series are going to be moody teenagers. We're um, all going to break out the Irish dialect again. And uh, acne. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the show is going to be called Mystery Mix CD 93, and it's going to catch up with all of the kids as uh, they start uh, to make their way through high school. Um, in addition to that, the, the world is much different because the sort of tech wonder aspect of the alternate 80 setting has fallen apart into rust and, and uh, disuse. And so it's kind of this fallen, like, we could have, we had hover tanks and now they all don't work and it's sad um, but there's still plenty of mysteries to explore and that's what the kids are going to be doing um, and you could die in it and you can die like, you can it's, finally die it's really funny that, that, that they push that as like a big like rules thing like and you can die and people are kind of like but I don't want great <laughs> like, um, and then our uh, our final series game is one that we've been very excited that we're able to pull off uh we are going back to halcyon city and we are going to be playing masks once again for season two um there's a mask behind you on the tiger i literally did not think we were going to be able to do this um because uh i did not want to do it uh without uh our helix uh and danielle uh was able to work some uh some temporal magic and she will be joining us in studio uh as part of our team that does mean that uh we will be saying 
uh, a, a slight goodbye to Sarah for that uh, thing because oh, you want to go. We, uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm going to enjoy not having to come in on a Wednesday night. Um, we love her too much to let her go. We want because we want we want the original crew. Um, but uh, Sarah has brought so much to our. Oh, they are. Sarah has brought so much to this table, and I'm I'm so very happy that she's joined us as part of. Uh, our crew for the remainder of the year and we're lucky to have her and i hope that uh um we get to play a ton more games uh with her um well i gotta teach your kid how to play that's true um (laughs) but we will be playing masks with the original cast uh and that will be uh that's something that I'm I'm very happy that we're able to do because Masks has been far and away our most popular show, both <coughs> with our audience and with our crew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited, looking forward to that. Um, as far as uh, scheduling goes, I want to keep that relatively loose. I will say that Aegon is going to be our first show mm-hmm. of the new year uh, starting on January 8th. So if you want to see us play it live come and watch us on um twitch on january 8th same twitch time same twitch channel um and then stay tuned to all of our other uh, resources to find out when we're playing all these other wonderful games um so uh we'd like to thank you all for joining us for this entire year of theater of the mind players i i i'm so happy with the with our progress i'm so happy that we've been able to bring (laughs) these games to you um and it's very exciting to me when people say when people tell me oh i learned to play this game by watching you guys or oh i'm so glad that you're doing this game because i don't there's no other actual plays of it and i i know that we are a niche product and i know that we probably would be farther along our 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 growth curve if we were playing dungeons and dragons but i also feel like we are uh, delivering a unique product that uh, is um, appealing to people who are looking for something new and looking for something different. And that's that was always my goal with this was I'm a fan of, of, of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons, but there are so many other excellent <coughs> RPGs out there that it's a crime if you don't if, if, if people don't take a look past that. Just mm-hmm. play, play a new thing once. See if you like it. Try something. You might like it. You never know. Mm-hmm. It's good for you, you know. Um, <laughs> and if <coughs> what's the harm? Well, yeah. and, and I know that I'm very lucky in that I have players who, even before this stream, were very much like, sure, Rob, that sounds like fun. Let's play that. I'm, uh, I always see horror stories of people who are like, I can only ever play D&D. And it, 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 it makes me sad because you're you are leaving one game in the PlayStation and you're playing that game. And there are so many, you know, things beyond that. Um, and I think that playing multiple games, if you are somebody who is looking to become a dungeon master is a great way to teach you how to do it because you look to, you look at different solutions for things and you, and by reading different rule sets, you go, Oh, I can apply this to this thing. And, and I think that it's a great way to, to teach yourself some great skills. Mm -hmm. Okay. So thank you all for uh, watching the show, for listening to the show, uh, for texting us, uh, for uh, following us. If you haven't already, do it now. Please like, share, 
uh, and review our show because that's how we get more people to listen and that's how we get to expand our programming. Subscribe, rate, review. Review. That's right. <laughs> um, Subscribe, so, rate, review. Get ready for that 2020 and bring all your friends in so they can enjoy it with you. Mm-hmm. Okay? I Definitely. see what you did there. Um, that's how we're able to do things like uh, <laughs> go to Gamehole Con and play Alien. That's how we get to do specials and things like that. So the the the, the wider... The more word we get out, the more listeners we have, um, the more games that we can play for you. That's as simple as that. Uh, so, until next year, this is... Tawny P. Thompson. Ethan Ixod Anderson. Sarah Babe. Jordan Fishburn. Tony Shaloub. I mean, Tony Cheek. You're so close on that one. <laughs> uh, and, of course, the very lovely and very talented... Brad Davies. Our Lord of the Board. For everyone here, this is Rob Wheeland wishing you a uh, Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and just repeat to yourself, it's only a game. I should really just relax. Unless you're Tawny. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, everyone should relax. Thanks so much for joining us again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Savage Worlds from Pinnacle Entertainment Group. We are having a blast playing this one, and we hope you're having a blast listening. We are going to close out the year by going ahead and going live with our Star Wars Saga Edition live shows. So you're going to get those here in December from us, and we're super excited to put those out into the world. We played those again. They were live at a couple of different conventions. Uh, The first one was our first ever live show, so the audio quality there is just less than awesome, and we, you know, we were in a really loud room. We did what we could. It's still definitely listenable, and we had a great time playing and told some really cool stories, so I hope you stay tuned through that. That being said, uh, we were thinking about trying to announce our 2020 season here, but we're not exactly sure what order we're going to be playing our games yet. Uh, We're pending a couple of books coming in and things like that. So uh, we know what games we're going to be playing. We've been putting out a a couple of hints. If you've noticed, you might know what seasons we are doing repeats of and going into season two. So maybe it's a good idea to catch up on some of your favorite series that we've done because we are going to bring a couple of them back. Um, We will be announcing those as soon as we can, as soon as we figure out exactly what order we're going to be playing them in. But just a little teaser there for you. Put it out there. Maybe keep an eye out for some of those hints we've been putting out on social media and on SoundCloud. And uh, let us know. If you have any guesses, feel free to reach out on Facebook or Twitter and let us know what you think you're going to get a second season of. As always, please, please, please like, share, subscribe. Give us a quick rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, you know, follow up with us on Twitter and Facebook. We love hearing from y'all. The YouTube episodes. Um, we love reading all of the little comments and checking in with y'all and seeing how we're doing. Uh, as always, our survey is still available, so the link for that will be in the episode description. And we are always interested in hearing what y'all want to hear more from us of. More of from us. Yep. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for joining us for our Escape from the Hollow Earth, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>